Hello, my name is Spencer Cook, and welcome back to Swift Censorship Podcast. This is episode five, and in this episode, we'll be concluding our topic on censorship and going over my concluding opinion in synthesis. Over the course of the last four episodes, I've covered various topics concerning censorship, ranging from politics to entertainment. And after a close look at the role of censorship in modern American society, I think I'm ready to state my overall opinion on the topic and explain why I believe this based on those topics and sources associated with them. I'm sure you're eager to hear my opinion on censorship, so here it is. While there are fair examples of cases that warrant the use of censorship, such as illegal content, age grouping, and instances where things just are too extreme, I believe that censorship has become a dangerous tool that is used far too frequently in cases where it shouldn't even be involved. I'd like to look back at our previous topics and sources about them to elaborate on why I have this opinion. Let's start with episode two concerning our topics on Alex Jones and the books by Dr. Seuss. Starting with the rather controversial figure, Alex Jones, I covered who he was and why he was banned, as well as Source A, which was critical of Alex Jones himself, but against the idea of censoring him. Based on the information from Source A and my own reflection on the issue, I concluded that while I agree with the idea that Jones's message can be seen as manipulation and the spreading of misinformation, I also believe that banning him sets a precedent that could be seen as a violation of the freedom of speech and other similar cases concerning different individuals could go very differently due to bias. I also covered the recent story in which several books by the famous Dr. Seuss have been cut from the publisher's publishing list. I wanted to find out more about why this decision was made, and Source B allowed me to discover that the reasoning was due to the presence of the promotion of racial stereotypes. After reflecting on that idea and recognizing that offensive content does change over time, I concluded that the halt in publishing was unreasonable, especially since most of these books have been on shelves and enjoyed by what may be millions of readers for over 50 years. Next, I'd like to revisit the analysis of 1984 during episode three. During this analysis, I looked into why the book was banned, and Source C allowed me to learn that concerns were raised in the United States over the sexual content in the book, as well as its supposed pro-communist message. While I did agree that the sexual content was a fair argument, I also mentioned that the best this could do is create an age restriction. However, I completely disagreed with concerns regarding the pro-communist message. To support my argument, I mentioned how I had read other books by George Orwell and stated that the common theme present in most of his books were actually warning against the dangers of communism. And ironically enough, 1984 mainly focused on the censorship aspect found in communist governments. I also used Source D to show that other readers had reached a similar conclusion when it came to the theme and concluded that this concern over a pro-communism message was likely raised by someone who saw a certain passage in the book and reported it without looking into the full context of the story or author's purpose. Lastly, let's review when censorship is and is not acceptable in video games, which was covered in episode four. I used two very different but also similar controversies covering the games Call of Duty and Grand Theft Auto. Before covering them, I felt that it was necessary to clear up some misconceptions, so I used Source F to talk about the ESRB and their rating system for video games, and ended the introduction by noting that both GTA, which is Grand Theft Auto, and Call of Duty are rated M, meaning that the intended audience is 17 years old and up. Starting with the no-Russian controversy in Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, I talked about how many people and even some governments raised concerns over a mission in the campaign. 
Using source E and personal experience, I was able to describe the mission No Russian as the player being able to take part in a terrorist attack on an airport, and I felt that it was important to mention that you can finish the mission without firing a shot. I then talked about how many governments had actually banned the mission, and I agreed with the use of censorship in this case because you could definitely argue that this mission crossed the line. But I was less agreeable towards the controversy involving GTA. After talking about how the controversy had involved parents raising concerns over the content present in the game after allowing their children to play it, I talked about how this argument is ridiculous and supported this by stating that most store policies will not allow anyone to buy video games above their age group without a parent or guardian consent, uh, present and consenting to the order. In addition to the previous policy, store policies also require the employee to tell the parent or guardian exactly what is in the game. And I stated that even if that wasn't enough, there are sites like Source G that have an entire section for parents dedicated to listing the exact content present in a game and even where this content is present. I then concluded that analysis by stating that a publisher is not liable for a person's lack of research and that this was an issue that covered way more aspects of censorship. As I look around at American society today, I see censorship almost everywhere. And while some of it is warranted, other cases of it are outrageous. An argument is and should be made concerning the aspect of censorship that is fair because most content is definitely not suited for all audiences. However, I never see anyone say that censorship sometimes goes too far and requires moderation, or that censorship has become overrun with bias and uninformed individuals that would just jump at anything without proper research. Yes, censorship is needed, but it's become a dangerous tool that's used far too frequently. But I do realize that this topic is extremely subjective, and this is simply my opinion. I also realize that there will be people that will disagree with me, and that's fine because there is no correct solution here, or maybe there doesn't need to be one if you believe that. Either way, agree or disagree, I hope this podcast was at least informative. My name is Spencer Cook, and this is the end of our topic on censorship.